Welcome back. I'm so excited that you're here. I am excited about today's devotion. We have been having some amazing devotions and the presence of the Lord has just been right here with us. And I am quite frankly excited to see what he's going to do today. So we're going to be reading from our little devotional, Five Minutes with Jesus, Quiet Time for Your Soul by Sheila Walsh with Sherry Craig. And today's title is, Oh Love That Will Not Let Me Go. In my King James Bible here. So let's just get started and see how God's going to minister to us. I sat on the floor of my hospital room and wept. I'd spent so much of my life trying to be the perfect Christian woman, and now here I was in a psychiatric ward alone and afraid. In time, I would come to understand the beast that is clinical depression and that there is help and hope, but at that moment, I felt as if I had gone to hell. I rested my head on my knees and suddenly somewhere, somewhere deep inside, the words of, an, of a hymn flooded over me. Oh love that will not let me go. I rest my weary soul in thee. I give thee back the life I owe that in thine ocean depths it flows. May richer, fuller be. I had sung that hymn since I was a child in our little Baptist church on the west coast of Scotland. But that night, the words became an anchor for me when I was sinking fast. I discovered some time later that a fellow Scot named George Matheson wrote those words in 1882 during a night of intense suffering in his soul. He could never have imagined the hope that would bring to me so many years later. God still speaks through the great hymns of the church today. A.W. Tozer once remarked, After the sacred scriptures, the next companion for the soul is a good hymnal. I agree. <laughs> the hymns connect us to the body of Christ throughout the ages, to fellow believers in struggle and victories, as well as to the powerful truths about God they discovered in the process. Through the gift of music, these deep spiritual lessons are given to us in, in a way that we can easily receive and remember. The music and the poetry opens our hearts. Could it be that God has refreshment for your soul between the covers of a hymn book? Why not find one and keep it nearby for your quiet time with your father? I love that. You just may find a fresh word from God in the worn pages of a much-loved hymnal. Oh, love of God, I am so grateful that you will not let me go. Mm. And our scripture, our first scripture comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verses 19 and 20. And this is the King James. And it says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Does that not just, oh, it says so much in just those two verses. Our next scripture comes from the book of Psalms. Chapter 47, verses 6 and 7, and it says, Sing praises to God, sing praises. 
Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. Mm. Then we go to the book of Romans. I have so many thoughts swirling in my head. The book of Romans, chapter 15, verses 8 and 9. And it says, Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God, to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. And the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this cause I will confess unto thee among the Gentiles, and sing unto thy name. Then we go back to the book of Psalms, chapter 147 and verse 1, and it says, Praise ye the Lord. For it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is pleasant, and praise is comely. And in this text, comely means appropriate. Then we're going to go to the book of Colossians for our final scripture, chapter 3, and verse 16. And it says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Mm. Wow. Um, I get it. I get it. And as I'm, I was reading this devotion, so many thoughts were coming, coming at me um, first. I've, I've talked about it before. It is so important what we listen to. What kind of music you listen to will have an impact on your life. Um, I know from experience. Um, I know from God, from the word. When you listen to songs, certain types of music, it can affect you in a bad way. <laughs> The music today is just crazy. It's so graphic. It's so nasty. It's just vile. It's just, it's horrible. Um, and I don't want to sit up here and act like that I'm some prude that I didn't used to dance in the clubs to all this kind of music. I did. I mean, but the Lord knows I wasn't living for the Lord. The devil had full control of me. I mean, just being honest. But thank the Lord I'm not there anymore. And um, I heard a message by Brother Court Chavis where he talked about the music and the effect it has on us. And we met, we got to understand, it goes back to Lucifer, Satan. Um, he, he had the gift of music uh, in heaven. And just because he was cast out of heaven does not mean the Lord took away his gift. So he still has the influence of music because music can influence your mood. It can influence how you feel. It can influence, it is, it's just crazy the influence, music, songs, lyrics, how, the effect they have on us. So why wouldn't, why wouldn't Lucifer use his gift that he still possesses? to work in his favor, you know? 
Um, another thing that come to mind was I have been, I have been in places before where I didn't know how to pray. I didn't know what to pray. I've been in situations where I just, I didn't, I couldn't even put into words what I was feeling. But I would start singing some good old gospel songs. And I'm talking about the good old, like the hymns she's talking about. The songs that were written in a time where people were going through things. And you have no doubt God influenced it. And like she said, this man that wrote this hymn in 1882 would never know the effects that it would have on her when it did. But God did. God put that on him and he obeyed the God and wrote that song. And the Lord is still using it. Um, God knew. And I don't want to sound all fuddy-duddy and, you know, I don't want to sound old fogey or whatever title you want to put it. But this modern-day contemporary gospel, it sounds good. It's got a good beat, but there is no substance to it. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. There is no substance to it because it is just a bunch of people getting together, writing some lyrics making it sound good, get up there, perform it, you feel good, woohoo, you know, done. No, but you give me those songs that were written by people that have been through some things, that have been through some trials and some battles and some situations in their lives, some dark times in their lives, you give me those songs, those are going to get right down to the heart of the matter. And in those times where I didn't even know what to say or do, I would do what she said. I would start singing to the Lord. Amazing grace, how great thou art. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a day that will be. You know, I've said before, when my babies were little and I would be rocking them to sleep, I wasn't singing the typical lullabies you know, all that. I was singing them the gospel songs. When Delana was two weeks old, she got put in pediatric intensive care. They didn't really know what was wrong with her. Um, she was in a really bad way. And uh, for a day, they had to withhold all food. She couldn't have anything to eat or drink. Um, two weeks old. Two weeks old. Um, and the only way that we could get her to not cry and agonizing just hunger and just the unknown is we would literally sing Amazing Grace to her. Now, today, she hates that song. It's not, don't mean anything to her. I don't, hate's a strong word. She don't like that song. But when she was two weeks old in intensive care, when we would sing Amazing Grace to her, it was like a you could see a, a switch flip. The calm that would just come over her. And not only was it calming her, it was calming us, me and my mom, to sit there and watch your baby literally so hungry. And you don't know what's wrong with her. And you can't give her anything to eat or drink. I mean, that is agonizing pain. And it took God. 
It took God and that good old gospel hymn, Amazing Grace, to get us through. Amazing Grace is one of my favorite songs. I love it. It's a beautiful song. And to this day, when I'm going through some things, don't think I won't crank up and start belting out Amazing Grace. The Bible says make a joyful noise. He didn't say it had to sound pretty. He didn't say anything about it sounding pretty. But when you sing into the Lord with all of your heart, all of your soul, all your might, and you mean it, it's a beautiful sound to him, and he blesses you. He blesses you. I remember there was a time um, James and I were divorced, and I was, you know, it was a really hard time, and I was going through the battle. I had lost my job, and I was just in a state of, I just didn't know what to do. You know, I've talked about it many times on here, and I remember one morning I had gotten up from a very restless night, Um I had went to the coffee pot, was making me a cup of coffee, and I began singing to the Lord because I didn't know what else to do. And I, when I tell you right then and there in my kitchen that morning, the Holy Ghost fell, and he just gave me a peace, and he let me know, I've never left you. I still got you. I'm not going to let you down now. Just because I began to sing praises to him, and worship him and love on him. He then turned around and flooded my soul with peace. And I got through, obviously. Um, he's never left me. He's never forsaken me. But if you're ever going through a period of time where you just don't know what to do. You've prayed you feel like you you know you've cried all the tears you got start singing to him start singing to him and before you know it you're going to feel him and you're just going to feel him hug on you and wrap you up in his arms and love on you and he's going to flood you with his peace because we were designed and created to praise him that is our ultimate reason for being on this earth is to praise him to worship him to glorify him so sing your praises to him, worship him, glorify him, let him know how wonderful he is. I have many, many hymn books, old vintage hymn books. I love the old books and I have several old hymns. Some of these songs I've never heard of, but I know growing up in church, you know, we used to sing out of the hymnals. We used to sing out of the hymnals and, you know, I thank God for the times that I grew up in because when we, when I was growing up at a time, and let me preface this by saying, I mean, no disrespect to anybody that goes to the kind of churches I'm fixing to talk about, but I remember growing up in the old country churches where you had your piano, you had an organ, you might have a guitar, you may have drums, but rarely you had drums and you had the hymnals. And you'd have your little lady or man get up there and he would tell you what pages turn to. You'd sing a few hymnals. And the Spirit of the Lord would just fill that church. You didn't have all the light shows and the smoke and the performance aspect of it. Uh-uh. You just had the country churches. And most of the times, all we had was either, either a piano or an organ. Very rarely did you have both. And then later on, um, as things started to progress... I did, we did um, go to a church that had a piano, an organ, a bass, and drums. 
and you'd have the tambourines, you know. Um, but I thank God for that. I think what's missing in a lot of churches these days is the good old-fashioned hymnals, the good old-fashioned, the good old-fashioned songs that were written by people that were going through some things. And I think that if they would ever just kind of get back to the basics and quit trying to outdo other churches, uh, have the biggest church, have the most members, have the biggest performance aspect, have the brightest lights, the most this, 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 this. If they would get back to what it's all about, and that is singing praises to God, I think that we would see an outpouring revival that this country's never seen before. That's just my opinion. You know, you may feel differently, and that's fine too. But as for me, I've lived this. I know exactly what she's talking about. I've been in a time and a place where the Lord would lay a song on my heart, and I would just start belting it out to him. I can't tell you how many times I'll, I'll go through this house as I'm cleaning and just singing. The other night we was having all that bad weather. I was singing. I know this peace speaker, you know, and in a way it was just putting it out there in the airwaves. Devil, you're not going to scare me because I know the peace speaker. Not only do I know him, I know him by name. I know the one that controls the winds and the rains. I know the one, you know, so also, I feel like when you're singing your praises and you're getting your worship on with the Lord, I mean, can you just imagine the anger it's causing the devil? I mean, that right there is worth it to me. But God does bless us. And I just, I thank him. I thank him for that. He doesn't have to do that. He does not have to do that, but he loves us that much. And um, I will always love Amazing Grace if for no other reason but for the time that um, it was what got us through it, not to leave y'all hanging. Um, at the time, they didn't know she had real bad acid reflux. Um, they had to do some tests and find all that out. Um, but that's what all that was about. But, you know, technology and everything has come a long way. That was 30 years ago. So <laughs> a lot of things have changed. But, um, it was amazing grace. Amazing grace got us through that horrible, horrible time. Um, and I thank God for that. He does love us and he will never leave us or forsake us. We can count on that. I pray that you have an amazing day. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. And I will see you in the next one. Bye, y'all.